Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. We're going to visit with Dr. Jeffrey Copen, Chief Medical Officer at Northwestern Medicine, Lake Forest Hospital. Dr. Copen, how are you doing today? I'm good, Anna. How are you? I'm all right. Can I ask you about some of these uh, claims that Aaron Rodgers is making here? They're making news, and, and, and you know, I just feel as if these conversations happen outside of the medical community, and it's good to touch base with someone like you to understand the medical uh, perspective to some of the things he's talking about, including, I, I, can we ask, I want to ask about the, um, he says he's allergic, allergic to two of the vaccines, and I want to know from you, how common is that, and what should anybody watch out for when it comes to allergies? Yeah, so if he's referring, Anna, to the mRNA vaccine, which we know is the Pfizer, Pfizer and the Moderna, there are a very, very small group of people, probably about two in a million, who have an allergic reaction to a chemical that's used in the, um, in the envelope that the actual mRNA is put in. Um, and it, it's just so rare. If indeed he's allergic to this stuff, it's polyethylene glycol, um, he should just tell us that he's allergic to it. And you know what? Even if he is allergic to it, if he saw the right allergist, it's still possible to get this thing. So I, I doubt very much that um, Mr. Rogers is allergic to this substance in the, um, in the mRNA vaccine. Um, but, you know, it's really up to Aaron Rodgers to come clean, I think, about this. I mean, his veracity certainly can be easily questioned right now. So I very much doubt that he falls into that category of people who are really allergic to the mRNA vaccine. He's saying he's just following NFL protocols before somebody who's unvaccinated, that he told the league he was unvaccinated, that that is the choice that they are given. It's not a choice they want them to make as an athlete in the NFL. They make it pretty difficult to make that choice because there are a lot of stringent protocols that fall into place when an athlete makes that decision. But he says he was up front with the with the NFL and they, they knew it and he was following the protocols. Um, I I you know, again, I, I don't know. I guess you can nitpick and say he wasn't wearing a mask here or wasn't wearing a mask there. And, but, but the issues, I think, that have been making news are the ones that the health claims that he's making surrounding this, uh, including bringing up uh, that he is the natural immunity is much better than the vaccination. Is that something you could readdress for us? He says that's the best boost to immunity that we can have if you've got COVID and recovered from it. Yeah, but he wasn't infected prior to last week. So when he talked about being immunized, he was talking about some kind of homeopathic remedy he received from somebody. Mm -hmm. So let's not conflate the two. It is true that when people have a COVID infection and they recover, there is natural immunity. I mean, there's absolutely no question about that. But that's not what Aaron Rodgers was referring to. He was referring to some, 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 some substance that he was putting in his body that has absolutely no scientific validity to it. And I can assure everyone that he did not have any immunity to COVID from whatever this substance was. And the proof is he actually contracted COVID, right? So it, it, it didn't work. So I think we have to be careful. He's, He's trying to, you know, obviously rehabilitate himself in some way, but he was really referring to 
this homeopathic remedy that he alleged gave him immunity, which we know did not. He was not talking about getting infected in the past and having some kind of uh, natural immunity from that. So I think we should be really careful, Anna, when we think about what he's saying. Absolutely. And that's why I'm so happy to bring you into this conversation, because you do see these things out there and these are his beliefs, but doesn't mean that they are backed up by the facts and the data in the medical community. Um, and one right. of the other things he mentions, and this is something I hear a lot and our listeners ask it is, well, you can still spread it as an unvaccinated person as a vaccinated person. So Aaron Rodgers is saying that it, it, it doesn't really matter for his teammates was the was the point he was making, because anybody can spread it. Well, he's right, and we all know that there have been breakthrough infections in people who've been vaccinated. But there are far fewer people who have breakthrough infections who've been vaccinated than unvaccinated people who develop infection. So, again, it's two totally different things. We're talking about orders of magnitude of difference in the likelihood that somebody, A, gets infected, and then B, spreads the virus to other people, unvaccinated people, do those things in a far greater number and a far greater percentage than people who are vaccinated. And that's that's the reason why the NFL has those COVID protocols in place that he he um, clearly violated. I don't think there's there's any question about that. You know, and it also this also brings up this, this the important point about these famous people yeah. when they start going off on things they don't know. You know what? You know, he's he's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, to uh, to us Bear fans, I mean, to our great consternation, he really is one right. of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. I mean, we, we give that to him. We celebrate him for that. But he's not going to listen to Dr. Fauci give him advice how to play quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And I wish he as the quarterback would listen to people in the medical and scientific community who know far more about this before he starts using his fame to essentially tell untruths. And this level of disinformation is a big, big problem for us right now. And Aaron Rodgers didn't help that at all. No. I mean, this, to me, this one's even bigger than what what my favorite my favorite rapper we talked about a couple of months ago, yeah. Anna. What was her Nikki name? Nicki Minaj, I think. Wasn't it yeah, Nicki Minaj, Minaj came yeah. out and talked about the fertility issues, <laughs> according to her cousin's right. best yeah. friend. No surprise, Aaron Rodgers brought up fertility too, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's there is no fertility issue. We know that there is, and it's it's important that people understand that, and it doesn't help when famous people use their fame in the millions and millions of people they have on their Twitter accounts to um, to spread this kind of stuff. It's not helpful, and I wish they would stop doing it. Someone's clarifying something for me, and I point taken. 630, clarification, Rogers didn't tell the NFL he wasn't vaccinated. What he told them, according to the interview, is that he was immunized, and he explained these therapies, these homeopathic therapies that you talked about, and said that now he's immunized. Uh, we now know that he's a big fat liar because we already, you already told me that Dr. Cope and you weighed in on that one that he was a, that that was a, that was a lie, wasn't it? When he comes out and says I'm immunized. I mean, is there, I guess, is there a doctor or a homeopathic doctor that would say now that you've done gone through this, you're considered immunized. Is that the word they would use? Yeah, I, I believe that he could find somebody who gave him a homeopathic remedy that said, take this and you're going to be immunized, but that's not right. It's wrong. It's, it is an untruth, 
and it's important that we say that clearly. There, there was no immunity. He should have followed the NFL protocols. He did not, and he should have kept his mouth shut about all this, not to say all of it. You know, and the other thing, too, is, you know, he, he's a great NFL player. His team lost this past Sunday a game that I think they clearly would have won had he played. It was a low-scoring game. His team scored seven points. You know, so they lost the game. That's going to have that, – that impacts his teammate. So he's a lousy teammate on top of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm usually not so critical about anything, but the amount of publicity this has gotten mm-hmm. and the amount of publicity that his disinformation has garnered all over the world, it's, it's just wrong. And, I, you know, I really do wish that – He'd stop, and he should just man up and admit he made a mistake, and let's all get on with the NFL season. He should go back to be a great quarterback and let the people who know what they're talking about talk about COVID. Yep, I hear you. Let's go to the phones here. Karen's got a question not about Aaron Rodgers, but I think about COVID in general. Go ahead, Karen. You're on WGN. Oh, hi, doctor. I just have to ask a question. My little grandson, that's six years old, he... um, was not feeling good, so my daughter took him and got tested, and the first one came back positive, and then the more reliable one, that long range or whatever they call it, um, came back negative. And he had his energy; he was energetic, and he was playing. He's fine. He just had like had a cold, and all of a sudden last night, his body ached, and he feels so sick, and he has a rash all over, and um, his lips are all swollen. And I mean, my daughter has taken me to the doctor, but I'm just a nervous wreck. And I just wanted your opinion if that's a side effect of COVID. Yeah, I doubt it's COVID. I, 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 it sounds like it's a different kind of viral infection. And the rash oh. is probably from the virus. And I suspect that's what, um, what your grandson's pediatrician will say. Um, mm-hmm. we, we see this. This is the time of year that we start to see other viral infections in kids. Um, and this oh. sounds pretty typical to me. So I, I, I'll be surprised if it's COVID. That PCR test that they sent, the more mm-hmm. accurate one, is probably right. the correct one. And I suspect that the, um, the, that the grandchild's doctor will come up with a different virus that caused the problem. Okay, good. Thanks. I just wanted to know because it just everything is COVID. And I looked it up. And, of course, you shouldn't look things up because it said it could be a reaction to COVID. <laughs> yeah, when you look no, things it, up, it, Karen. It's that they're yeah. going to the doctor. Okay, yeah, thanks good. so much. Love your good show, Good luck, Anna. Karen. Good luck, Karen. Right, Thank bye, you so honey. much. I hope your grandson's you. okay. Um, oh, that's my the gosh, thing. Thank you. Right. You just, you just, you don't know. Um, and now kids are getting vaccinated. What are you hearing as kids get vaccinated, Dr. Copen? Are they having reactions or because they have these healthy little immune systems, are they doing fine with it? Yeah, they're, they're doing fine with it. Uh, kids have reactions to immunizations of all kinds, right? And when you take your kids for the regular pediatric immunizations, it's not uncommon that they'll have some kind of um, reaction. They'll get, they'll feel fatigued. They'll feel a little bit achy in their muscles during the day. Some vaccines can cause diarrhea. And this is exactly what the experience has been with the pediatric vaccines. When we look at the reported um, complications of the vaccine in the Pfizer trial that um, was presented to FDA and then CDC, it's exactly mm-hmm. those um, minor 
events that occur in the 5 to 11-year-olds who get the vaccine. The kids are doing great. Um, they do really, really well. There haven't been any severe side effects, and we know that the that the immunity that the kids get from this is really, really robust. Mm-hmm. 6-3-0 asks, Dr. Copin, what's the latest on the Pfizer COVID pill that has that 90% cure rate? A lot of people got pretty excited when that news hit. What was it, last week or the week before? Uh, what do you know? What do we know about this, Dr. Copin? Yeah, so this is really exciting, Anna. Um, there are now two antiviral medications that de- work directly on the virus. One's gonna one's coming out from Merck and the other one is coming out from Pfizer. They actually work by two different mechanisms. It's really very interesting um, that they found two different ways to affect the virus. And people who get infected with COVID, particularly those who start taking these medications and their pills, so they can be taken at home, do extraordinarily well. It's keeping people out of the hospital. The length of time that they're sick, the severity of their illness seems to be much less than people who don't take this medication. So I'm very much looking forward to the FDA deliberation and see what all the data look like. But I think this is going to make a huge, huge difference for people who, the, the few people who have breakthrough infection who are vaccinated, particularly our seniors, um, particularly those people over the age of 80 who can still get pretty sick if they get COVID, even with vaccinations. And then for those people who have chosen not to be vaccinated, we'll have this for the people who start getting sick who aren't vaccinated. And this leads me to what is, I think, the most, this is even more important than Aaron Rodgers. Okay. (laughs) I don't want anybody to think that you don't need to be vaccinated because we got these pills coming out, these antiviral pills against COVID. You st- the, best, the best thing is not to get this disease at all. The vaccine's going to make that happen. And uh, so if you're not vaccinated, please get vaccinated and don't use the fact that, again, our biomedical scientists have just done brilliant work and such a short period of time to be able to bring almost to the market, and we're going to see it either the late next month or in January for sure, these very effective pills that are going to help keep keep people from getting very sick and dying. Mm-hmm. Get vaccinated and this feel good to know that we have this backup medication if we need it. More to talk about next time we visit. Thank you, Dr. Copen. Good talking with you. Uh, all right, Anna. Take care. Bye-bye. Dr. Jeffrey Copen is Chief Medical Officer at Northwestern Medicine Lake Forest Hospital, sponsored by Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care.